The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. Good evening and thank you for tuning in tonight to gather together virtually and, and practice some meditation. Uh, we'd like to welcome you uh, from the BSV. The, I'm here at the Buddha Loka Center at the moment. It's Ajahn Sadaro. We'll be leading the meditation tonight. Um, we have had uh, a few technical difficulties over the past few days, and so if you if you are having uh, problems with the audio, just let us know in the chat at any time if if there is any kind of problems there. Um, but if if not, just uh, if not, you know, please sit quietly and just continue to meditate. Uh, so tonight will be uh, for anyone who hasn't tuned in before. We usually sit meditation. I offer some meditation instructions for about the first you know, first forty-five minutes or so, and after that we uh, open the forum for questions. If you'd and so if you'd like to ask any questions about either anything about about Buddhism in general, you're more than welcome to, uh, or meditation, you're more than welcome to put those questions in the in the chat beside and we encourage lots of encourage lots of questions, whatever whatever they may be. Um, it's it's most people find that they have similar questions, but they just don't think to ask them. So if you do think of any anything that pops into your head, just feel free to put them in the chat. And just maybe a little bit about me for also as well for anyone that, that doesn't know who I am. Uh, as I said, my name is Ajahn Sadaro. I ordained in Thailand uh, many, many years ago. Uh, and I've been back in Australia for about uh, for the last few years, and I am now residing residing here at the uh, Buddhist Society of Victoria, at the Buddha Loka Centre here in Malvern East. And uh, with that, I, I think we can maybe start the meditation tonight. And so, if I'm assuming most people have practiced some sort of meditation before, so we'll. Let's start the meditation now. So find yourself a comfortable seat, whether it's cross-legged on the floor or whether you're sitting on a chair. The actual posture or the position that you're sitting in doesn't matter too much. You can also either be standing if you like just as long as we keep our eyes closed for this meditation and try to keep our posture nice and straight but without being too overly rigid loose and relaxed but nice and upright and so before we begin the meditation you can just make the determination in your mind that for the next 45 minutes or so you're just going to decide to put everything down 
everything that's happening in your life. Just to lay this aside for these next few minutes. Any problems or worries or plans or things that you may feel like you need to do. Just for now, just put these aside. They'll all be here at the end of the meditation. And just make the determination to try to keep your mind focused with the object of meditation that you use. And just to start off the meditation, try to bring your awareness to the feeling of your body sitting here in this position. Feel the various sensations all throughout the body. You can feel the weight of your body against the, the seat all the different sensations on your feet. Notice any sensations there, tingling, vibration, any kind of temperature, feeling of your clothes, touching your skin. Make your awareness rounded at the moment in the sphere of the body. The position that it's in. Know exactly how the body feels right now. And scan through the body and if there is any tension or strain, say in the in the face, in the brows, the, or if the jaw is clenched, just relax all the muscles in your face. If there's any tension in your shoulders, just try to relax that and make it soft. And now start to become aware of the sensations of the breath moving in and out of the body. You can notice how the body moves with the breath. The abdomen rises and falls. The chest expands and contracts. You can feel the air come in at the tip of the nose. They come in cooler. And as it goes out, it may feel a little warmer. Just notice the breath as it moves through these three points. 
tip of the nose, through the chest, and into the abdomen, and as it moves out, Notice how this process feels, all the different sensations. You can also make a, a mental note in your mind. As the breath comes in, you can think in. And as it goes out, you can think out. you find it difficult just to stay with the sensations and you can make this mental note as well. But just try to be aware as possible of this process of the breath coming in and going out and any thoughts or distractions that may come up. If you feel the mind getting pulled away by them, just return and start again when you notice that the mind's wandered off and come back to this feeling of the breath coming in and going out of these three points.
and as your mind starts to follow along more closely with the feeling of the breath coming in and going out at these three places the tip of the nose or the chest or the abdomen start to become aware of where it most naturally settles in either one of these places Try to rest your attention in this one spot. Notice how the breath feels in this spot. If it's at the tip of the nose, you can notice the sensations in greater detail. in the chest area. Again, you can notice it in greater detail. Notice the rhythm of the rhythm of the breath. And the same with the abdomen. Just rest your awareness in this one spot. Try to anchor it. There's no need to try to strain your awareness and your focus down onto this spot. Just let this spot and this space be the place where your awareness rests. Start to become interested in all the various phenomena that happens from this place. Just relax and sink into this spot, into this point where you can clearly know the breath coming in and going out.
any swaying or movement of the mind. Just try to balance it back to this point where you're aware of the breath. You notice the mind going off kilter. Just simply correct just a touch. Move it slightly back onto that point. Just like if you're trying to balance a broom in your hand. You have to make small corrections for the broom to stand upright in your hand. You don't sway too far. You don't grab too tightly. You don't make jerky or sudden movements. You just continue to make small corrections to take the broom back to this center point of balance. And any movements it makes you make a small error correction to keep it upright and still. As the mind moves and sways away from the breath, just make these small error corrections to come back to this point. Make your awareness more refined and focused on this point. Notice the sensations in greater and greater detail. And have this point where you are aware of the breath. Envelop your whole awareness. Balance your attention on this point of stillness.
Now from this singular, singular and balanced, focused point of awareness on the breath, remain anchored this point but also broaden your awareness and notice how the breath moves throughout the whole body Notice how it moves your whole torso. And the movement of your breath in your back. You can even notice the pulse and the flow of the breath moving through your arms your hands notice how the muscles and the skin change and move with the rhythm of the breath you can even be aware of this ebb and flow of the breath throughout your legs and all the way down into your feet you can even feel Like the whole body is breathing. A unified organism that ebbs and flows with the breath. Notice this all throughout. Even notice it on the top of your head. And the breath moves and 
presides throughout every single millimeter of the body. Again, though, rest in this single point of stillness. But let your whole attention envelop the whole of your body and notice how the breath flows throughout
simply be this spot, singular point that is the breath. Let there be nothing else. But this. Place of awareness. The breath. And have the breath be the. Only thing. in all of your conscious experience. Just be this singular point of it pervade the whole sphere of this experience. There is nothing else but this breath, but this point. But this stillness,
relax your position, change, move around a little bit. The light come into your eyes. You had a nice and peaceful and still and calm meditation. If you have any questions now, you can write them in the chat and I'll answer some of them now, if there's any. Thank you very much, Ajahn. We have two questions at the moment. Mm. Uh, three, actually. The first question is, when I'm very stressed, I cannot sit and meditate. Not only my mind is too restless, but also my body. What is the advice to calm down in this case from France? Okay. Well, if you are excessively, excessively stressed, um, potentially right at that point in time, um, Maybe meditation, sitting down, sitting down to meditate and closing one's eyes mightn't be the best course of action. One might just sort of, one might ruminate further and further on thoughts um, that are actually stressing you out. Um, uh, one thing you can do is maybe do something a little bit more, uh, a bit more course uh that that does pull your mind more back into back into the uh point that you're trying to be you know you, the, the, sorry that you're trying to <clears throat> establish so you can do things instead of maybe sitting meditation and trying to just focus on the breath you can try to do some walking meditation you can uh and just try to keep your mind focused on maybe some sort of some sort of mantra or something just say for example butto with every every step you take or you can do you can do chanting uh, if you find chanting actually helps to you know rein your mind in or you can even at times instead of trying to do something sim do something like focus your awareness on a single point like the breath you can maybe find a dhamma teaching that you like a short dhamma teaching say for example from the dhammapada or something get a verse and just try to repeat that over and over again um, and hopefully that that range your mind in a little bit more um, so you can try different things and and obviously it depends what you're stressed about as well if you're stressed uh, if you're if you're stressed and angry about something then you can do a, a different kind of counter counter practice say for example something like uh, metta meditation if you're stressed and worried about things that's then it's probably better stressed and anxious about things and it's probably better to do some of those more more overt kind of coarser physical kinds of meditation at that time and that and that that can maybe uh, uh, help with the with the restless energy if you are walking meditation and moving around it can sort of help settle that restlessness a little bit so hopefully that helps
Thank you, Ajahn. The second question is from Bangkok mm. and is similar in a way. Mm. Um, how can I improve my meditation because I can only sit for five or ten minutes? Mm. Please advise. Mm. Well, if you can only sit for five or ten minutes, I'm sorry I took so long. <laughs> you had you had a course of many, many five and ten minutes uh, in that last session, so um, I apologize for that. Um, look, it's yeah, five or ten minutes is fine. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with uh, sitting for you know only five to ten minutes. It's it's really it's not about how long you sit it's about the actual quality of the time that you spend meditating if you sit for only 5 minutes but you're very mindful and you're very focused on that one on that one uh thing that you're meant to be doing at that point in time then that's a 5 minutes very very well spent but if you're if you're just going through the motions and thinking, well, I have to sit, I have to sit for an hour, and you spend, you know, fifty fifty seven minutes of those of that hour in just restless thought, uh, and you're only mindful for three minutes, that's you know that's that's not as good as a five minutes spent, uh, really really uh, being aware of the of your of your meditation object. But you know, meditation is a practice that you gradually get better and better about you obviously you when you start out you uh you start off with a lot shorter time periods of five minutes or ten minutes and you gradually it just gradually and naturally increases by itself the more skilled you get at it um but you can also if you if you're finding it's something that maybe worries you and you're starting to get you're starting to get uh, concerned. Maybe you're you've been able to meditate for longer in the past. Maybe you used to be able to sit for half an hour, but now you're you just get bored and restless and agitated and only want to sit for five minutes. Well, then then you can start to uh, just try to extend the period that you're sitting by you know, a minute or so every time. Or even you can do this if you're very new to the practice. Say, for example. Say for example, now you can only sit five minutes, and that's feel like that's you feel like that's all you can handle. You know that's fine. You know do that for a few days, but then then in, but then uh, at one point think, okay, well I'm going to sit for six minutes, and you know set a set a timer or whatever you want, and just just resolve just to stay there for the six minutes, and then just keep gradually increasing it a little bit and by a, by a little bit, and then you will be able to sit for you know you know 10 minutes by you know by the end of a few weeks and you keep increasing you can sit for 15 you can sit for 20 you can sit for half an hour you can sit for you know three quarters of an hour an hour longer you just keep gradually increasing like that but the the other side of that is if you if you have been maybe meditating for a long time and you're just finding yourself you're you're very restless and you can you know you used maybe you used to be able to sit for half an hour and now you can only sit for five minutes and you're very restless and agitated or bored and apathetic and 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 lethargic towards the practice then you do have to uh push back a little bit against that and try to and try to again do the same thing as you do when you're new just okay well uh, you know i know i can sit for half an hour i know i've done it before and now at the moment i'm only sitting for five minutes but then you know just go okay i'm going to go to 10 minutes 
I'll just do 10 minutes. Um, you don't have to go back to the full half an hour straight away, but okay, I'll just sit for 10 minutes. And then, you know, after a few days or a week, okay, I'll just sit for 15 minutes and just try to try to bring it back again. And even though if it is, if it is hard and it is, you are still feeling, you know, bored and restless and uh, all these kinds of things, you know, that's, that's fine. Don't, you know, don't worry about that too much, but it's, again, it's developing that, uh, it's developing that capacity to sit with this uncomfortableness and this restlessness because if you have been sitting for longer periods of time beforehand and now you're back down to five minutes, what it means is 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 that your your you could say your your resolve or your will is getting a little bit uh, weaker. Say for example, you were sitting for half an hour before and all of a sudden it gets to the point where you're down to uh, you're moving down to 25 minutes and you're moving down to 20 minutes what's happening there is like you're getting bored at that level of say 20 minutes or 25 minutes and going okay I'm just going to stop now and you know the next few times you're getting bored at 18 minutes and ah, okay I'm going to stop now and now I'm getting bored at 15 I'm going to stop now and it just keeps getting worse and worse so if you have already built up that skill built up that capacity try to move it in the other direction of moving it again in that something that's just a little bit outside your comfort zone of of how long you want to as i said if it's say for example if it's 15 minutes right i'll just i'll move this up to you know make it 18 minutes or whatever it is just move move the dial back up a little bit again you know what's you know an extra an extra two minutes it's not gonna you know uh, you know the wall's not going to implode in two minutes you're not going to uh, break down after two minutes so just you know just push you can just try to push yourself a little bit and just push yourself within within your limits and you know gradually over time it gets better and better and better and uh yeah but really the the main point there is you know in, in saying all that the main point there is it's not really about the time that you sit it's about how you use your mind and how you use your mindfulness at that time when you're sitting to the best quality if you find that five minutes is good and you feel like that's fulfilling and you can keep your attention very well for five minutes then just do five minutes it's fine thank you Ajahn the gradual increase reminds me of the advice to runners actually is mm. when they do their longest run never increase their length of distance by more than 10% right, yeah, in yeah. a week. Yeah, yeah. So it's to keep it very gradual. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds very similar. Yeah, it, it definitely makes sense because if you go, if you go, okay, I can only do five minutes, I'm going to gradually increase this to like 25 minutes, you're going to do that for a day and just go, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. So yeah, the gradual, that's that's probably a good, you know, the 10, 10, 10%, 10% more in meditation is probably a good thing as well. You just gradually increase it so you don't, so you don't become disheartened or, you know, if you're a runner, I'm guessing you become overly tired and it, injured. Injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't 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 injure your self confidence for meditation by trying to do too much. <laughs> Thank you. And then I'm I'm gonna say the next question it was been answered already, actually. Um P mm. Nguyen I You've said, I can't concentrate on anything for more than five minutes. Mm. Um, so I think that's sort of similar, the same answer pretty much as yeah. uh, the previous one. It's just yeah. the, 
And again, you know, uh, uh, concentration, it's a, concentration and attention is a skill that you develop. The more you develop it, the better you get at it. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's not something that you can't do. It's something that you just haven't really developed the capacity or the skill yet to do. You know, for me, for example, I can't, you know, uh, you know I can't run 10 kilometers, um, but I, oh, sorry, I couldn't sprint 10 kilometers. But, you know, if I gradually work at it every day and I, I at the moment I go for a walk every day and, uh, but if I, if I, I'm not going to, I don't, by the way, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go for a jog around Melbourne. It's you're not going to see a monk jogging around Melbourne. Um, but if I were to uh, build up the capacity to sprint for or to run for 10 kilometres, I'd go on my 10 kilometre walk today. You know, in the next few days, I'd just get a little bit faster. Um, you know, a few days after that, a week after that, get a little bit faster, a little bit faster, a little bit faster until I developed the capacity to run. Uh, run those 10 kilometers so likewise with your attention it's something that you it's not something that you can't do it's just a skill and a capacity that you haven't quite developed yet so just be patient don't get too worried if you can't if you can't do it yet just keep working at it and it will get better as, as time goes on thank you Arjan the last question we have online at the moment uh, mm. which probably should be the last one because we're getting close to nine o'clock yep um, should one experience jhana before dedicating oneself very seriously to the practice, e.g. ordaining? Is there such a thing as doing too much too soon? No, no, nope, nope. I, di I didn't have jhana before I ordained and it's, and it's working out okay. So, <laughs> so no, you, you don't, you don't. You don't need it before you dedicate yourself to the practice. If you have jhana already, you're probably pretty dedicated to the practice already and your practice is going quite well. So, but that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean one shouldn't be uh, continually trying to develop it and continually uh, trying to become, uh, make it more and more an important part of your life. Um, if, you know, if, if you had to wait till you had jhana until you ordained, the the world would be bereft of uh, Buddhist monastics. So, so you know, don't don't worry don't worry about that. But really, what you you have to work with what you've got, and you have to continue the practice with whatever 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 you've got. If you if you you can make your mind calm. Um, if you can make your mind calm to some extent, you know, that's good. Then, you know, you can investigate more, more uh, different Dharma themes from that. Uh, if you can make your mind calm to some extent and you feel like you want to uh, uh, commit more time to practicing, then you're, then you can, then you can do that. Um, but it, yeah, it's not about that. You have to do one thing before you do the other thing. Uh, it's, one has to continually develop one's practice one's practice over time and it's one doesn't reach a certain point and then go well i'll do well i'll now i'll do this next thing it's it's something that you just gradually gradually uh, uh do over time and, and it unfolds over time so what was the second part of the question um 
is there such a thing as doing too much too soon? Yeah. Yeah, well, you have to know your own limits. You have to, um, you know, you, you, don't, you don't want to, you have to know your own limits and, and how much you're capable of doing. If you, you know, just say for example, um, hypothetically speaking now, you, you know that you can sit for an hour. You don't want to, you don't want to go the next day and go, or, and go, okay, I need to be doing 16 hours of meditation a day. It's like, no, like doing, doing that is doing too much too soon. Um, over also having a what would you call it a a skewed view of what meditation and a more contemplative life would bring about is that's also that also can be problematic as well if you think that uh me having to if you think that if you know, I have to do all these you know, very, very serious and very intense practices to become enlightened. And if I'm not doing that, I'm wasting my life and I'm wasting my time. And um, and I really need to like throw everything away and, and totally commit to uh, a life of meditation. Um, you know, it's it's good to have these thoughts, but one has to know one's, one's actual uh, spiritual faculties and capacities that you have, you know, maybe you're not quite ready for that. So if you throw everything away and, you know, just you know, jump into the deep end with this and then, you know, within a couple of months, you're like, you know, what have I done? What, <laughs> well, you know, I've sort of, I've ruined everything around me. Uh, then, then you've, 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 you have bitten off more than you can chew and you've done more you've done more than what is within your limits so you you have to have uh you have to have leveled expectations about what this practice can bring and what this practice what you what you will get out of whatever amount of practice that you do. You might do a lot of practice and you might think, well, me doing a lot of practice means I should be getting jhana and I should be getting enlightenment and I, you know, uh, uh, but that's not always necessarily so. So you, you do have to just temper your expectations with your actual abilities and your own capacities as well. And, you know, you yeah. If you want to come and ordain, you know that's fine. Come and ordain. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. You try it out. It's you, you won't know until you try. But yeah, trust me, it's okay. You don't need jhana to ordain. It's it's totally fine. <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Ajahn. I'd like to say we were joined by people from many different places, ah, many nice. different time zones today, nice. including Horsham in country Victoria, Sydney, uh, France, as I said, Bangkok. Oh, okay. Um, Maine in America. Wow. Uh, Spain and Malaysia, not to mention Melbourne. Wow, multiple. So, that that is yes, that is all over the globe. Yeah, that is multiple time zones. That is yeah. That's yeah. That's that's phenomenal. Hopefully, hopefully, if you are in time zones where it's either very very late at night or maybe exordinately early in the morning, yeah, I, I I really do appreciate you. Uh, uh, tuning in and sitting in with us to meditate here is it's really really nice so and yeah also obviously all the people in the in the you know Australian time zone we appreciate that as well so yeah it's very nice okay so we'll with that we'll call it a we'll call it a night is there any any uh, no okay so again we're still doing most of these online we should have an update over the next uh, uh, few weeks of when 
when the center may may be opening restrictions are they haven't they haven't uh you know the, there's still some restrictions so just keep updated and uh but for now we'll still be doing it online for the next foreseeable future and but until we make a make an announcement that we'll be doing it in person again so just keep in touch keep updated and we'll let you know and so i uh, wish you all the best with your practice over the over the course of the next week and may your practice be successful